Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, where every week we bring you new inspiration from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Hudson Valley, making you an even better gardener. And now, here's your host, Marie Iannotti. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, the show that brings you gardening news and tips from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful valley region. I'm your host, Marie Iannotti. A happy day before Thanksgiving. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful sunny weather as much as I am. It's not quite picnic weather, but hey, I'll take it. We did have Thanksgiving outdoors one year, about 20 years ago. It was the warmest Thanksgiving I remember experiencing. I wouldn't mind having a couple more because there will be plenty of time for snow, the inevitable snow, so I'm thrilled it's not rushing in. I know that gardening at this time of year, no matter how sunny it is, is not at the top of many to-do lists, but it's actually a great time to evaluate your garden design. So if you feel like getting some air after your turkey feast tomorrow, why not wander around the garden? If you can bring someone who doesn't usually spend much time in your garden, well, hey, all the better because a fresh set of eyes is always an advantage. Now, what on earth would you look at at this time of year in your garden? Well, if you're asking that, the first thing to consider is winter interest or maybe even fall interest at this point. I know things are kind of brown out there, but you get the same view out your windows 365 days a year, and it might as well look good 365 days. Of course, you won't have striking displays of colorful flowers in the fall, but there should still be color, more color than just brown on brown. Now, that can take the form of evergreens or evergolds or blues. It could also be berries. Now, all that's left of my beauty berry bush is the um, lavender blush of its fruits. The birds don't usually devour them until after they've frozen and thawed a few times. But there are lots of easy-growing redberry plants like holly and winterberry, and they also have golden cousins that have gold berries. Now, the big bonus of berries is that they attract birds, so you get two times the color for one effort. And the birds help clean up the garden in the process. You might not think of bark as interesting. Bark is hidden most of the year by leaves, so this is its season to shine. Now, there are show-offs like red twig dogwood, and um, then there are subtler barks like the peeling bark of coral bark maple or heritage river birch, things like Japanese stewardia that actually looks good all year. Sometimes it's just the shape of the tree or shrub that entertains. It doesn't even have to. The bark can be uh, innocuous, but the tree uh, will hold its own as a form in the garden. Something like Harry Lauder's walking stick is certainly flamboyant, but so many tree silhouettes. Just look at the average um, oaks and maples, the vase shapes, the mushroom shapes. They're mesmerizing when there are no leaves on them. And looking at them now also gives you the vantage point of seeing whether maybe limbing them up would make for a more pleasing form or whether a little judicious pruning and for balance might be called for. Speaking of pruning, if you haven't cut back your perennials and grasses, you all have the chance to see how they perform as they start their inevitable decline. Grasses that remain upright and haven't gone all ragged are worth buying more of. The same goes for perennials that retain some some semblance of attractiveness in the fall and winter. Plants like tall sedum and coral bells and heather. 
they weather the seasons much better than short-lived joys like um, uh, peonies and lilies. And I would not give up my peonies and lilies. But if you're interested in a longer season of interest and possibly lower maintenance, uh, things like sedum and coral bells um, the, and plants like that, they're, they're the ones you want to keep adding more of to your garden. Uh, don't forget about interesting seed pots, plants like poppies and Chinese lantern, even the humble yucca that I'm looking at at the window. They have such fascinating fruits, you forgive them for not being in flower. Now, while you're out there soaking up all this autumnal beauty, keep an eye out for things that would make nice arrangements. Um, certainly those seed pots and the red twigs would be worth bringing indoors for closer viewing. Uh, I know the idea of gardening 365 is not really practical in the Hudson Valley. But if we stretch the notion, there's no reason we can't enjoy our gardens all year, even if most of the gardening we do in the winter is in our heads. And to be honest, I do some of my best gardening in there. But I do hope you enjoy every minute of your Thanksgiving indoors or out. It's my favorite holiday, no pressure, just enjoyment and gratitude and good conversation. And I thank you all so very much for spending a few moments with me today. If you missed any of this info, you can always find the write-up on the website at gardeningthehudsonvalley.com. I hope you'll join me again next time for the podcast. And please don't forget to stop by the website and pick up your free guide to a four-season garden. And please let me know if you have any ideas to add. So um, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Enjoy.